Hi, this is Andy Robinson, Elam Garrick on Star Trek Deep Space Nine, and you are listening to the biggest little podcast this side of the Gamma Quadrant. It's the Trek Geeks podcast with Dan Davidson and Bill Smith. Failure to tune in would not sit well with the Obsidian Order. Little show of this side of the Alpha Quadrant, your independent Star Trek podcast. Greetings, everyone. Welcome to Trek Geeks. I'm your co-host, Bill Smith. We're so glad you're here. It's nice to be back. Last week, of course, we had a stump the geek where Dan really just lit the lamp and did a great job. And now we're going to be back with a, a normal episode for us. And with that, I should bring in my co-host. He is. Coming to you tonight from his brand new recording space and his home, I'm going to call it Airy Studios because it's the only Airy Studios that will ever see any Star Trek content made. He's Dan Davidson. Dan, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> wow. You know, I might actually have to go with that because that was a pretty great description, man. <laughs> uh, I'm doing great. Thanks for the introduction. Had a wonderful vacation last week. I did enjoy Stump the Geek very much. I was quite proud of myself, but uh, on to bigger and better things, uh, as they say. Indeed. And in fact, uh, Dan, we have some really big things happening tonight all around, not the least of which is a special guest geek for the full hour. Oh, that's right. We got a special ge uh, geek tonight. Yeah, that's right. Hi. Uh, yeah, Jim Morehouse is on. Hey, Jim. How you doing? Hey, hey, Jeff. Good to be here. Good to be here. Wow. Uh, we are very, very happy to be welcoming Mr. Trek Ranks himself, Jim Morehouse, back to the show uh, for, I think, his third appearance, if I'm not mistaken. Is that correct, Bill? I believe it is, Dan. I think it's the third. That kind of ranks right up with how many times we've been on his awesome podcast, Trek Ranks. But, oh, wait a minute. No, we haven't been on yet. So I can't I really barely, say I that. barely had three shows. <laughs> <laughs> soon, well, soon. And congratulations, well, Jim, on your brand new podcast over at the Tricorder Transmissions. We love it. Thank you. We are having a blast doing it. Talking Trek, ranking Trek. My favorite thing to do. It is, uh, it is, it's fantastic. I actually have just been starting getting caught up. I'm, I'm, uh, three episodes in right now, and I gotta say, it is a lot of fun. It's, it's energetic. The, the lists are awesome. But I gotta tell you, man, I was a little heartbroken today. Driving oh, home, I was listening to the episode of the top five Deep Space Nine recurring guests, and I was not there to talk with you, and I was, I was a little hurt. Yeah, we need to, that's that's fair. That is your show. That is your show. And you I, you caught so far down the list. I was so disappointed. Yeah, he, <laughs> he was. Uh, but he was on there. Yes, true. Hey, but no, true, he was. no wrong answers. That's true nope, too. No wrong answers. And honestly, I think what? that's the best part about Trek ranks is that 
everybody's list is 100% awesome, quite honestly. Yes. Yeah, that's that's what I love about it. Listen, my goal of the thing is to talk about the reasons we love Star Trek and not, not get into kind of, it's, it can always have fun with it and break it down. But I think there's, there's a, there needs to be a place for just nothing but Trek love. And that's what you find at Trek Ranks. So, Dan, we got to find a good topic. A good, we're going to meet in Vegas on this and that's figure right. out what is the topic to get you guys on. And if I can sit there and talk with you about it for an hour and not have Bill sitting with us, it's going to be a good topic anyway. So let's do it, man. Wow. Oh, wait, Bill's going to be there? Oh, okay, we'll make it work anyway. Wow. <laughs> Well, Dan, we'll so split, split shows, split shows, <laughs> split shows. It's yeah, we're not allowed to play together either. It's it's amazing they let us on the same plane to Vegas. <laughs> Dan, um, perhaps some folks may have some suggestions for your list, and how might they route those to you, sir? Very easy to do so on Twitter, Facebook, and Skype, as well as Instagram. Or you can find us at Trek Geeks. You can also send us an email at podcast at trekgeeks.com. Or give us a call at 508-784-1701 and leave us a voicemail with those recommendations. You can also do the same thing at speakpipe.com slash trekgeeks. As always, you can also join our official Facebook group, Camp Kittimer. Uh, as always, I seem to say this every week, there's always great discussion going there. There's great new people joining every day. Somebody from Portland, Maine became part of a Camp Kittimer today, so I was very happy to see that. Uh, if you want to join the group, just go over to facebook.com slash groups slash Camp Kittimer, and Heather, Jackie, or Dan will let you write in to join in all the fun and frivolity. But please remember that... Any comments or messages you leave us in any of these places may be used in a future episode. Wow, that was that was pretty ominous. That was that was well, good, buddy. That was, I'm scared. Well, Jim's with us tonight, so you know, ominous. It's the whole theme, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Careful, he'll fire phasers at you. That's right. Oh my god. <laughs> Sorry, Jim. I have been known to do that. <clears throat> yeah, but you'll you'll give one hell of a nod when you do, man. Yeah. Yeah, and sparks will explode over my head. <laughs> yes. Was okay. Now, be honest. Was that freaky when that happened? No, it was the single greatest thing in the history of my life. <laughs> but it was. But the but the the cool story is that uh, Connor Turnier was there when they were like measuring out the sparks. They have like this stick to show how far they're gonna how far they're gonna go, and they were setting up a lot of them. He was like. Are you sure he's gonna be safe there? I'm like, shut up, they're fine. <laughs> Let them do it. Let them put it in. It's like, all right, better you than me. I just I and just then boom, they all exploded. So basically, what you're saying is you told Connor Turnier to shut up. <laughs> yeah, I basically did because I wanted to have uh, sparks explode over my head on Star Trek. That's. Uh, I think that's insubordination. I'm not not really clear on that. We were off duty. <laughs> that doesn't work that that way, does it? <laughs> Well, gents, it is time for the news from treknews.net. Spanning the Alpha Quadrant. For all the news on all the Star Treks, it's treknews.net. I was waiting for more theme there, Dan. 
online <laughs> at treknews.net. And Dan, up first, um, we have a lot of fansets news, buddy. And I'm just, uh, our friends at fansets have been incredibly busy. And as a result, we're going to be incredibly busy. So why don't you just go through it all? Oh, man, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. We are so excited for Fansets. So many good things have been happening with them lately. Uh, they recently announced, and you can see it at StarTrek.com. It was actually top billing there just uh, just yesterday. They have announced their STLV exclusive data chip pin. It is a true work of art. And because they realize that not everybody can get over to STLV, you can go over to Fansets.com and you can pre-order this pin right from their website if you're not able to attend the convention. It is gorgeous. It is a authentic Las Vegas-looking poker chip. Data is in the center of it with his poker hat on. It is beautiful. It is $15 on the website. You do have to order it before August 1st if you're going to pre-order it on the website. It is just gorgeous. Have you seen it, guys? I I have, I have seen it. Yeah, and Dan, I think you, you misstated. You should say it's only $15. Because that is pretty cheap for how awesome yep. this pin is. I will. I I stand corrected. I don't even remember what I said, but you're right. You said <laughs> Excellent. it was. You said it was fifteen bucks, which was accurate. But man, what a deal that is! It is. It, it is a great deal, and it is gorgeous. You can also, of course, pick it up uh, at STLV. And I did understand uh, from in talking with Lou from Fansets, they are going to have a lot of them at STLVs. But uh, get there early and buy lots of stuff. So uh, in addition to that STLV exclusive, they are going to have a special 30th anniversary crew pin set, which will be similar to last year's 50th anniversary captain set, which I must say I have proudly hanging right here in my new quote unquote Aries studio. Um, this year's TNG Spectacular will be available to buy as a complete set at the con, which is a little different than what they did last year. So you can get the whole thing right there. It is uh, it is going to be beautiful. You can get it framed or you can get it unframed if you're going to be attending STLV. Um, but if you do want to get it, make sure you get there fast because they are only going to be selling 178 sets of this special 30th anniversary crew. And guys, what is so special about that number? I'm going hmm. to defer to Mr. Hmm. Morehouse. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's see. 178 episodes of Star Trek The Next Generation. There you go. See, they've got smart people over there marketing at Fansets. So, but that is not all. We got a big, big announcement right now from Fansets. For those of you who are going to be attending STLV, you will want to swing by the other room at the forum shops of Caesar's Palace on Friday, August 4th starting at 8 p.m. for the Fansets launch party presented by Trek Geeks. I've we heard of them. We are very, very excited. Yeah. Um, there's going to be Trek. There's going to be pins. There's going to be food and drink. Everyone who comes by is going to get a free Fansets pin. And if you have your STLV bracelet or placard or badge or whatever it is for attending the convention, you're going to get free admission. So, Bill, you can even come in and not have to pay for admission. <laughs> oh, my. It's really? It's, it's awesome. We are so excited to be part of this, and we are really look forward, really looking forward to a fun time Friday night at, uh, at the other room. I, uh, I can't wait. We're going to have one hell of a time. We hope to be doing some special stuff there. And uh, Dan, there's also discounted food and drinks. And looking at the menu, I'm getting very hungry. They got some good stuff. Burgers, 
beard, all kinds of good stuff. It is going to be awesome. We can't wait. Can't get here fast enough. And uh, we hope to see you all there uh, on August 4th. And finally, from Fansets, guys, uh, there's, a, there's a rumor that uh, they might have some Discovery pins coming out pretty soon. What? So let's uh, let's keep our eyes peeled for that one. What? I'm just saying. That's just a rumor. I am new. Just saying. You're saying allegedly. Are you saying that, that might be at Vegas? No, I'm just saying that we're going to keep our eyes oh, open okay. because in All the right. near future, we might see some discovery pins coming out from fan sets. Can't wait. Oh, boy. Can't wait. I, it's going to be fantastic. We are going to have one heck of a time, and we hope everybody comes by the party. Whether you you, know, you drop in or you stay for the night and, uh, and have some fun with us and the fan sets, folks, it's going to be a great time. I, I'm sure even Jim may stop by. Isn't that right, Jim? You, you guys are taking it to a new level with this party <laughs> announced. Oh, man. So this would require me to actually leave the Rio, which I have been known to never do when oh. I go to STLP. But yeah. free fan sets pin. And, and hanging out with the Trek geeks. And so, other Trek fans. It's a and Spock's, other Trek fans. Yes. It's a Spock's no-brainer. Oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, and moving along. Okay. Uh, speaking of Star Trek Discovery, Dan, um, there's a lot, a lot of stuff going on. As we record this, it is just prior to the Discovery panel at San Diego Comic Con, but um, we've seen some amazing stuff this week already. Amazing indeed. You know, there's only been a couple of these. 10 second clips of some of the gear that the crew on discovery will be using. Uh, these videos have surfaced and they are nothing short of astounding. There's been a phaser. There's been a communicator. Uh, the production level is just amazing. And if this is any indication of what the show is going to be like, we are all going to be very, very happy. You know, looking at the pictures coming out of San Diego today and Jim, you and Dan and I were talking about this. The design aesthetic is nothing short of just jaw dropping. Yeah, that's the perfect word, perfect description. It is at such a high level, such a movie quality level. I mean, you're literally, I mean, at this point, you know that these 15 episodes are all going to be movie quality in terms of production, production design. And at this point, the the I don't want to pay $6 for Star Trek oh. argument is so dead in the water. Huh. The quality of, that they are putting into this thing, sorry, it's just it's it's not it's just not relative anymore. You know, I think what that. I, no, go ahead, Dan. I was going to say what I find so interesting about the pictures that are coming out today, and it, I, they're just like you said, Bill. They're jaw dropping. They are taking the Delta to a whole new level. The Delta is everywhere. Everywhere. The, the everywhere. boot classes are <clears throat> Deltas. It's just yep. it's just so great, and oh. It, September twenty fourth can't get here fast enough. And, and even beyond the quality, it's the it's the aesthetic of how much it obviously it, the, the care that's gone into making it fit into canon. If you're a canonista, I mean, it clearly fits. It's clearly respectful of what's come before. It's just that's just not a debate. You can't you can't act like oh well this is too advanced or they're disrespecting this. Every single thing they've shown us is not that. No, it's it's the exact opposite. The lineage is obvious. 
I mean, the lineage. Yeah. We talked about the phaser rifle before we started recording, and my comment was it's the perfect cross between Star Trek Enterprise and the Cage and the original series. It's like they said, okay, what would this look like? And they made it happen, and it's gorgeous. Exactly. Well, I can only imagine what the rest of the weekend is going to bring. By the time people listen to this, we'll have heard whatever the announcements are. And uh, I, can only hap- uh, I can only imagine that there's going to be even more at Star Trek Las Vegas in a couple of weeks. At least that's what I'm hoping for. Well, it's, it's funny they actually say that, Bill, because uh, Discovery will actually have a presence uh, at STLV on Wednesday, August 2nd we have been told uh, they're going to help kick off STLV with appearances by cast members and writers, producers, designers, and everything uh, that afternoon, Wednesday, the second, and it's going to be actually in the Leonard Nimoy theater. So uh, they're going to be kicking it off in a big way. I can't wait to see what they're going to have because we're going to be there now. We'll get to that in a second. Um, But uh, it's going to be great. And they're going to have panels and contests and uh, authors are going to be there. uh, And they're going to have a presence throughout the entire convention. But this first day, Wednesday, they're going to have some big stuff. I'm beside myself because I feel like they're finally giving us the kinds of things we were hoping to see last year. Mm -hmm. And this year, I think they're blowing us away with content. And I think it's going to be amazing. I'm going to be riveted in my seat when that panel happens Wednesday afternoon. That's all I have to say. Absolutely. And uh, as I mentioned a moment ago, we actually weren't going to be getting into Vegas until late in the afternoon on Wednesday. But once this discovery announcement came out, you and I made some flight changes uh, this morning. So, yeah, we're going to be there in time. And and I can't wait to to be sitting in those seats. I only made my flight change because I want to hug Jim Morehouse. That's, That's the only reason. Better late than never, guys. I'll be there on Tuesday. <laughs> Ouch. Of course you yes. will be because you're going to be stranded at the Rio. You're going to be at the at the burger place upstairs for every meal. Yep, that's pretty much it. You and we'll Drosen. be hanging out in my room watching Star Trek. Everybody come by. Uh, there's the invitation, everybody listening. Jim's room. Yep. 1,900 hours. Be there. We're ready. <laughs> and Dad, last up. We have an update in the Trek Geeks Cosplay for Good campaign to raise funds for the Nevada SPCA, my friend. Oh, my God, dude. I, I As I sit here rereading what we've already gone over, I just can't help but be so humbled. We have blown away our goal of $1,000 with a week and a half left before the convention. We currently sit at just shy of $1,300 pledged yes. for this amazing fundraising event where you and I will be wearing TNG season one scants on the busiest day of the convention. Wow. That's the only bad news part of this whole segment is that you guys <laughs> right? are going to be in scants. Wow. <laughs> well, I'm you here know? to, I'm here to tell you, Dan and everybody else that I'm going to kick it up a notch while we're in Vegas. So we oh. are wearing scants, but I will also be going Vulcan for the occasion with my makeup done by Tim Vitito from Impact Effects and Star Trek Continues. Yes! Oh my god, that is yes! awesome, dude. I am dude. I've never had Vulcan ears before, but Tim is going to give me some pretty killer eye uh, sorry, ears and eyebrows. And uh, I will be rocking the Vulcan look for the selfie challenge, Dan. 
That is so awesome. The best part of that is I'm going to remain human. And that means that I can insult you and crack jokes to you. And you can't laugh. <laughs> because you, sir, will be a Vulcan. So, I, yes. I probably but, wouldn't uh, laugh you know, anyway. Pretty it, sure it, he never laughs at your jokes anyway. Yeah. Oh, just say that? Sorry, Dan. Wow. Sorry, Bill. Okay, so I'm going to move on and <laughs> say that, you know, in addition to this awesome just under $1,300 that we have raised so far, uh, as people know, we are going to be doing a selfie challenge. Bill mentioned a moment ago. Anybody who gets a selfie with us and tags us, Trek Geeks and the Nevada SPCA, uh, we're going to donate a dollar uh, in addition uh, to what is raised, so for a possible $100. But that's not all. As you know, our great friends over at the G&T Show and some dude named Jim Morehouse from the uh, Trek Rings podcast have said that they will match that dollar. But, Bill, we got a lot more than just those two now, don't we? We do. Yes. So we've heard from a whole bunch of people, and they have said that they will also match the dollar in the selfie challenge. So our friends at Fansets... Um, I've been incredibly gracious to donate a dollar. We're excited to be partnering with them. Also, treknews.net. Um, uh, they reached out to us and said, hey, we'd love to help match in the selfie challenge. Uh, Trek FM, the, the giant wow. Star Trek podcast network, has also agreed to match the dollar. And, of course, our friends John and Ken at Mission Log have all stated that they will uh, match the dollar. So that's... GNT, Trek Ranks, Trek FM, Mission Log, Trek News, and Fansets. Dan, that is an additional $700 for the Nevada SPCA just from the selfie challenge. That's just absolutely amazing. And, you know, I'm looking at the totals of what we've got so far and what's going to be matched with the GNT. I want this to be over $2,000, folks. I'm challenging some people. Go to GoFundMe.com slash TrekGeeks. Every little bit helps. Let's break that $2,000 mark and uh, make some some furry creatures and some feathered friends very happy out in the desert. You guys are awesome. This is uh, such a great promo. I hope uh, to be part of it. it it's, been, uh, it's been our pleasure. And Jim, thank you so much for, for offering to contribute to, and to match the selfie challenge. I wouldn't normally want to be caught dead in one of those things, but I can't <laughs> wait to have my photo all over social media in a scant. <laughs> Hilarious. Well, gents, we shall move along. And tonight we're going to discuss some next gen. We're still in the 30th anniversary year. We'll be celebrating it pretty heavily in Vegas. But we're going to take a page out of the notebook from the Trek Ranks podcast. You know, we're all Trek is worth watching. But we're going to talk about the 10 worst episodes of Trek Ranks. And Jim, we couldn't think of anybody better to broach that topic with than the guy who ranks Trek all the time. That's what I do. And I... I love this. This is going to be a great topic. There's going to, hey, there's going to be some good things in this list. There will be some <laughs> positives in this list. I guarantee at one point you guys will listen to the episode. I'll be like, I love that episode. This <laughs> is my top 50. Well, and that's, Okay, I'll, I'll take you on that bet. I, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe not. It's a drinks at masquerade. That's the bet. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. I like it. Well, and it's important to note that, you know, these are episodes I will, I will still watch. It's not like I refuse to watch these things. At the end of the day, it's Star Trek. It's worth watching. 
that's how I feel about it. Even something like, yep. I don't know, uh, my least favorite episode of all time. I'm still going to watch it because it's Star Trek and I love it. Yeah. What's your mantra, buddy? Let's hear it. No wrong answers. There you go. No, no wrong answers. No wrong answers. Yes, infinite sir. diversity and infinite combinations. Uh, Absolutely. Thank you, Vulcan Master. Yes. That's See, what I the listen. Trek Race podcast is all about. <laughs> so, well, Jim, as we, uh, I'm sorry, Bill, I, I stepped on your toes there, but uh, I'm excited. I'm ready. Well, I was going to say, we should probably talk about our, our prime directives and compile oh, yes. our lists. Yes. Of course. So, Jim, why don't you kick us off, man? Well, my prime directive when it comes to ranking episodes, and if you've seen my website or heard the podcast, it usually comes down to just the episode I want to watch the most, or in this case, the least. <laughs> so, it doesn't always have to do with quality or performance. just... The, what's that intangible? If I could only watch one, if I was if there was two in front of me, and I could only watch one the rest of my life. Which one am I picking? Mm. And in this case, it'll be the other one. <laughs> so that's my prime directive. <laughs> nice, Dan. How about you? What's your prime directive in compiling your list? My prime directive on this was basically just the episodes that I just don't like. Um, if it's on and I've got nothing else to do, I might not even watch it because it's just like, oh, God, I can't I can't stand that there are cringeworthy scenes or just the entire episode was poorly done, whether it's special effects or acting or whatever. I just looked at this as there's 178 of them. You know, there are some clunkers. Let's list the clunkers from my perspective. That's how I went at it. Okay, I think that's fair. From my perspective, I tried to find the 10 worst episodes that aren't Shades of Grey because I don't think Shades of Grey is the worst episode, nor do I think it's in the bottom 10. I get that people hate it because it's a clip show, but I think there are episodes that were scripted that tell far worse stories, and that was kind of my calculus in coming up with my list. I like that a lot, and one of the reasons I like it is is I'm not a fan of Shades of Grey either, but I will say, before the clip show starts, the beginning part on the planet is actually pretty damn good. Yeah, the first um, 20 minutes is really, really good. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. All right, Bill. Good job, buddy. Wow. So look at that. We came up with something positive to say about Shades of Grey. All of I us. Love it. Oh, that, don't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> well, and by the way yeah it's 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 a clip show it's like so you get to see more star trek i don't know why people complain about that i've always been like great show me more trek this is great i agree with that i love clips and you know one of the most popular series of all time did clip at least two or three clip shows a season and that was the golden girls and i know this because my <laughs> wife has been watching it and they took the clip show to an art form so clip show's really not all that bad. You know, I, I, I don't mind it. So there you go. The Good answer to the show, The Golden all Girls. Right. I've never watched one second of The Golden Girls. You lie. And moving on, gents, uh, <laughs> let's go through our rankings, our top, or I should say our bottom 10 uh, Star Trek The Next Generation episodes. And uh, Jim, why don't we start with you in your number 10 position? Okay. Let me ask you a question before we start, Jim. I just no. want to make sure we are doing yes. this similar to what we do on your soon-to-be top-of-the-list podcast, and that is the five words and the hashtag. Is that correct? Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Five-word summary and a hashtag is a Trek okay. rank staple. Thank awesome. you, Dan. Thank you. Okay. So, all right, my number 10 pick. Top 
don't know, bottom 10 TNG episodes. My number 10 choice is When the Bow Breaks. Nice. And my five words and a hashtag are Ugh, kids, keep them Aldeans. <laughs> hashtag, but cool matte paintings. <laughs> because there is there, at the end of this episode there's actually a really cool map painting when they walk out into that room and there's that big uh, computer that's kind of running yeah. the planet their, uh, their cloaking system that's a really cool effect and when you see that image you normally go that's cool, What's, what episode is that from? oh it's from When the Bow Breaks? oh, <laughs> those, dumb, those dumb kids nobody wants them nobody wants them so true yeah <laughs> <laughs> I uh I like that pick, you know, um, and I love the hashtag. I gotta say, although there's an and there's another bonus for this episode. See, we're already finding things we like. Mackenzie Westmore uh, is in this episode. Oh so yeah, I love that. Oh. Michael Westmore's daughter. That's right. And uh, and her, two of the uh, the face-off judges, Glenn Hetrick and Neville Page, are doing stuff for Star Trek Discovery. Big time, big time. Really fired up about that. It all comes together, people. Yes. yes. All right. So, Dan, you're number 10, my friend. Yes, my number 10 is uh, a season seven episode, and it is Dark Page. Nice. Wow. Not, a fan, not a fan. My five-word description is Loxana. I love this episode. <laughs> oh, I get a drink. Thank you. Uh, Loxana, hide stuff from Deanna. Hashtag, oh, you had a sister, and yeah, she's dead. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. You are an animal. <laughs> I, I will say my hashtags are brutal this week. It's, it's, I'm not going to lie. Um, I'm just not a fan of this. I don't like how they threw this stuff. That, you know, they sometimes shows. I don't want to say they jumped the shark because, God, they never jumped the shark in Star Trek. But it seems that this episode in particular, oh, let's just throw this thing in there that nobody knew about for seven years so we can make this episode. It just didn't work for me. I'm not a big fan of Waxana episodes per se. There are a couple that are great, but this one just was not one that I was happy with. Okay. Kirsten Dunst is just rolling her eyes at you right now. Oh. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Okay, oh, the one say, positive uh, thing. I I cry every time. I I, <laughs> I I literally I like this episode a lot. It's I mean maybe top I think it's 110 or so on Trek Ranks. I'd cry if I had to watch it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh I I don't want to throw out a spoiler, but we may be talking about this again later on. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> Let's my, see what uh, your hashtag is. Oh, yeah. My number 10, gentlemen, is uh, season seven, episode six, and the episode is Phantasms. Whoa. And uh, my five words are cellular peptide cake, mint frosting. Hashtag, I hate data dreaming episodes. I really do. <laughs> wow. <laughs> do you hate Birthright, too, then? Um, I hate parts of Birthright. Well, Birthright has its own problems because it's like two episodes that never should have been a two-parter. Right, but the first yeah. part with the Data stuff and then... Yeah, I find it... It's funny you say that because every time yeah. I watch the second episode, I'm like, how come Data's not in this? He exactly. was like the big part of the first part. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the, so this is the Data Dreaming episode where he's got the, the phone in his chest. Phone, so he's got like yeah. that cellular data plan, right? That's yeah. the one? <laughs> <laughs> Sure. Unlimited data, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, uh, that's a fair pick. Fair pick. So uh, we're we're one in. I'm I'm loving it. I uh, like these picks. This is already off the hook. Off the hizzy, <laughs> Jim. How about your number nine, man? Okay, my number nine pick 
is season one, episode eight. I'm actually going to start with my five words and a hashtag. Somehow episode is not sexy. <laughs> hashtag I'm with Starfleet. We don't lie. Uh, I love it. <laughs> I know and it is. It is justice. It is justice. And again, I know my five words. Somehow the episode's not sexy. How is this possible? But it's not, and it's brutal, and I don't enjoy really anything about it. Was your second hashtag um, male camel toe? Is that why? <laughs> Cut. Stop recording. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Wow. Oh, okay. Oh my. Next. Well, all right, Dan, okay. it's up to you, buddy. I'll try to save it. I don't know what I can do after that one. But uh, yes, my number nine is the outrageous Okona. Uh, data tries to learn humor. Hashtag swashbuckling loser hits on Terry Hatcher. Uh, just, uh, you know, they could have picked eight. 18 million different comedians to play the holodeck comedian besides Joe Piscopo in his pre Saturday night live days. It was just, it was just, it was uncomfortable to watch that episode. <laughs> Every time I see it, when they do the Jerry Lewis impersonation, I'm sorry, move along, move along home. Yep. <laughs> Second chap. Yeah. There you hard go. To, hard to defend that one, but it does have Terry Atter in it. Oh that's, yes, that's it true. does. That's a, <laughs> that's, that's a, that's a positive. It is indeed. Well, Dan, Bill, to, what do you got, buddy? I've got to, at my number nine, uh, I'm I'm staying in season seven, uh, season seven, episode seventeen. It is masks. Uh, five oh, words. Drozen's gonna be so disappointed. I, I know, I know. Five words. Let the hunt begin again. Hashtag. This episode is forty three minutes too long. <laughs> Masaka is waiting. <laughs> <laughs> I knew this episode was going to be great tonight. <laughs> oh, it's just the first time I saw it, I sat through it and I was like, are you kidding me? This was it. That's what they had to do. That's like, it's oh, bad. yeah, it was bad. I, I'm not a fan. I'm not. a. I don't want to reveal too much, but half of my well, picks tonight are season seven picks. Oh, my goodness. Really? Yeah. See, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. this is this is interesting. So, uh, huh. By the way, that's another data kind of dreaming episode. So it it really kind of is. Yeah, yeah. I, I promise right. my next one will not be. Okay, all right. So in which case, Jim, it's number Just, eight, man. Number eight pick for me is a season two episode, unnatural selection. Yes. My five words and a hashtag. Been there, done that. Uninteresting. Hashtag unnatural solution. I, it's just this episode is so it's just boring it's the oh, that's the ultimate sin that's and a great just, description for it and the yeah. ending is just so lame and it just doesn't make any sense and, and we've seen it before we've seen the aging every sci-fi show has done an aging episode so yeah, yeah. Bad, yeah. bad makeup bad makeup bad makeup too yeah i think that when we did the see it or skip it for TNG season two i said i wanted to take that episode and dan and encase them in <laughs> in styrolite and beam them into deep space. I think that's what I said. Yeah, that's what you said. Okay. Just so, checking. <laughs> quick quick side story. I was out once and with some friends and this they had some other friends there 
And someone said, I was talking Star Trek, and I was been on the show. So, oh, someone, she's been on the show. She was uh, in an episode. She's, like, trying to remember it. And it takes her about five minutes to explain it. And I finally realized she's one of the the uh, <laughs> genetically enhanced kids in the background, like, playing with a ball or something. Oh, and man. I'm just like – and then, again, in my head, I'm like, I was in the Vulcan – trilogy arc and you were in the worst episode ever oh man that could have awesome. been me could have been me all right oh. next door wow dan that wow. uh that means it's your turn buddy how do you follow that all right well i'm going to be talking about my number eight pick and it's one that we have talked about already uh by mr morehouse it is season one's justice uh yeah it's it's not good uh my five word description uh-oh wesley broke the flowers <laughs> hashtag excuse me sir your balls are showing <laughs> bumblebee tuna <laughs> uh, it's just not good it's just uh, bad 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 uh we're pg-13 <laughs> this week boys pg-13 <laughs> i uh male camel toe <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome uh, isn't that yeah. moose knuckle uh, okay <laughs> sure well, uh, so sm- somebody was smuggling some plums, I think. <laughs> wow. Oh, I'm dying over here. Um, <laughs> moving along to my number eight, uh, I'm going to go to season two, episode 18, and an episode called Up the Long Ladder. I, uh, <laughs> my five words are terrible story with terrible stereotypes. Hashtag, hey, but at least it's not code of honor. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's oh, oof. that's not a very good episode, is it, Bill? Oh my God, that episode does for Irish people. You know what? Uh, I I, hasten, I don't even want to finish the sentence because I'm pretty sure I'm going to have to bleep it. So okay, uh, it's right. just it's, it's terrible. It's. There's really nothing redeeming about that episode. Oh, yeah. the Picard laughing. That one moment where he. Is kind of walking through their their din in the uh, cargo bay, and he kind of laughs to himself. That was a good moment. That is a good moment. Yeah. Outside of that, it's there's nothing there. No, but you know what there is now, Jim. Your number seven pick, my friend. Okay, my number seven pick, and I think this one. If you've got that many season seven picks, I'm thinking this might be on your list too. My number seven is Interface. Season seven episode about Jordy LaForge, which no one even ever remembers because it's so bad. It's the one with and his my, mom. Yeah. My five. Yep. Yep. My five words in a hashtag. I'm glad you said that because my five word summary in a hashtag is dumb motivations. Not her, Jordy. Hashtag <laughs> complete misfire. I mean, the whole it's like, Jordy, it's not your mom. She's not stuck in the thermal layer of this. Oh, yeah. Going super or whatever it's just the just the nonsensical it makes no sense and it's just frankly it's another bad Jordy episode yeah mm, it's it's, it's pretty heavy-handed it, it madge sinclair is just totally wasted in this episode she really is mm. oh totally yep. wasted yeah i uh, Total agreement I, I like that pick and that's good value at number seven you know okay dan what do you got for us baby well, number seven, I got another season one. I've had a few of them, or a couple of them anyway, already. And that is The Royale. Uh, <coughs> mag- magic Casino Perplexes the Crew. 
Hashtag double down and just don't come back ever. <laughs> this episode, I, I don't know if they were they out of money that early in season one so that they couldn't have any real sets because it was just this revolving door. Uh, it's just not a good episode. I, I, don't I, I love this episode because it feels so much like the original series. It's just it's completely oh. out there. It's it's terrible and it's kitschy kind of fun way. So I, now I get two drinks, is what you're saying? That's twice. Well, you're gonna get <laughs> a third. Now. You're gonna get a third drink because I kind of like the Royale. And Dan, by the way, it's a season two episode. Is it? Did I? Re- yes. Oh, I'm sorry. I have season two down. I just. I'm sorry. Yep. I read the wrong line. <clears throat> Riker season has two. a beard. Yes. yes, yes. Um, I like it because it's it's campy. It's kitschy, like Jim says. It's just it, it is a little evocative of TOS. And um, at the end of the day, it's not Code of Honor. <laughs> 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 no wrong answers, people. No wrong, no wrong answers. answers. Yes. Uh, so, Bill, what do you which, got there, buddy? My number seven pick. I may have telegraphed it already. Is Code of Honor season one episode right. four? My five words are actually a quote. <laughs> my quote is "racist piece of <laughs> Franks." That wait, was, what was the hashtag? Uh, I haven't gotten to the hashtag yet. Oh, wait. So, wait. I missed a word. Racist piece of sh**. Freaks. Because <laughs> that was his quote. Got it. Oh, that's yes. right. Yeah. Okay. And my, uh, my hashtag is amazing that the show ever continued past this. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> it is true. Because it's just... it's. It's bad. I remember the Mission Log episode where they talked about this, and they said they actually listened to it and didn't watch it, and it wasn't as bad. And I find that amazing because even just the dialogue is is absolutely terrible. That I was gonna well, I was gonna bring that up later when we talk about this episode again. Oh, that, uh, that oh. it actually is. Uh, that's actually one of the best things Mission Log ever stumbled on. Yeah. If you if you listen to this episode and don't watch it, you don't get you. There's no reason to think it's racist. It's right. just not. It's not a good episode, but it's. But then you put the pictures and the visuals to it. And it's like, yeah, it's not good. Yeah, yeah. we may be talking about this later. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on. Yeah, I figured with this one we're going to have some overlaps. So, um, although I think there are going to be a couple of uh, dark horse candidates. So. Uh, Jim, why don't you regale us with your number six? Okay. My number six pick is Man of the People. Wow. Season six episode that I just loathe. It's my five word summary and hashtag is uncomfortable to watch. Nothing redeeming. Hashtag except his death. Kind of enjoyed <laughs> it when he, when he, uh, when he got his at the end. But that episode, I, it's just uncomfortable to watch. It's just another kind of Deanna, you know, being, I'll use the word tortured for <laughs> lack of a, of a better word. But, I mean, it's just a yeah, terrible episode. Not fun to watch. It, this this really is my prime directive. I just don't want to watch it. Right. There's nothing nothing fun there. No, there really Never. isn't. It's, um, what, well, I think there's an interesting aspect. But, yeah, you're right. It's one of the... The, the too many Troy suffering episodes that really gets to me. So Dan, how yep. about your number six, buddy? 
Well, my number six is one that we've actually talked about very recently uh, on the Trek Geeks podcast, and that is Night Terrors. And my five-word description is, no sleep can be bad. Hashtag day terrors whenever I have to watch this. (laughs) Now... I will say that our good friend Haley pointed out to me that one of the good scenes in this in this episode is when Beverly's in the morgue and the dead people are like raising up with the sheets still overhead. Very good scene. Not enough for me to save the entire episode. Deanna floating. Where are you? Oh, God, I don't even want to do one moon. circles. (laughs) I think that moon might have been Deanna's because we got plenty of shots of it, unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> wow, did I say that out loud? Yeah. I'm sorry. I think uh, you did. Yes. Wow, wow. I'm in rare form. So my number six is one that we've talked about already. We may talk about it again. Who knows? Because it's one of those. Season two, episode four, The Outrageous Okona. Mm-hmm. Mm. Five words, not remotely outrageous at all. <laughs> Hashtag <laughs> Billy Campbell... Rosalind Allen, Terry Hatcher, all wasted. Oh, nice hashtag. Thank you, because I'm a huge Rosalind Allen fan, especially when she turned up on Sequest in the uh, in the second or third season. So, um, wait, who's she? Is she the? She's the daughter of the. Yeah, she's the, the pregnant daughter. Action. Yeah, got it. Her uh, okay. her name in this is actually Rosalind Ingledew because that was her maiden name. Mm-hmm. But. Ah, um, yeah. Uh, hey, little little geeky fact there, but yeah, Okona number six for me. Um, I get the feeling we're not alert, done with it's that. It's not one. on my list. It's really? not on my list. Yep, oh. it's not a good episode, but it's not <laughs> my bottom ten. I, I could at least <laughs> at least watch it. Terry Hatcher. <laughs> I'm sensing a trend here. Sensing a trend. Well, in that case, uh, we're through the front five and we're on to the back half. Jim, you're number five, sir. Okay, my number five, and I think you might have just referenced this, is another Deanna Troy episode, The Loss from season four. Nice. And my five-word hashtag, this one, this is a no fun one, is uh, Certus's portrayal makes her unsympathetic, hashtag rape minimized. It's just not a good episode. Just not. You know, the this, thing gets me about that episode is that she shouldn't be a practicing psychologist if that's the way she's going to act yeah it's a, it's a poorly very poorly written episode for her character and right. just hard to watch just and again an episode i don't want to watch uh, we talked about this episode when we did uh see it or skip it very recently and and i'll say it again is she loses her powers she is a wicked in this episode because of it and it's what bill just said she can't handle it she shouldn't be in the position she's in and um yeah it's not a good episode for me either yep yep couldn't agree more so dan what's your number five number five is a repeat we've already talked about this episode uh just a little bit and that would be up the long ladder from season two (laughs) yes irish hatfields versus mccoy's is my five-word description, and I have two hashtags because one of them is an honorable mention. The first is hashtag, I'll show you my clone if you show me yours. (laughs) (laughs) And my honorable mention is hashtag, best crop top ever. 
that's that's a fair point. That is a fair point. <laughs> that is that is that, fair. That is uh, probably the only thing about this episode that would make me want to watch it again. Yep. Although <laughs> Riker really doesn't know the first thing about washing feet. I just want to throw that out. There. <laughs> <laughs> he, um, okay. he does it all wrong. His technique flawed. So, flawed. Uh, my number five, gentlemen. This will be the first hat trick that we've had in this discussion. An episode we've already heard twice before on your list. <laughs> Male Camel Toe. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> uh, it is, in fact, season one, episode eight, Justice. Ugh. Five words. Watch out for the flowers. <laughs> hashtag, and this is our first duplicate hashtag, I'm with Starfleet. We don't lie. Oh, love duplicate hashtags. Just don't say it as good as champion. Well, I actually have a ringtone of John Champion saying that on my phone. <laughs> I ripped it from the mission log episode and I saved it and it's on my phone. And when I get a text message from John Champion, that's what I hear. I just want to. Throw <laughs> oh, my God. That's awesome. <laughs> that's perfect. I am um, happy to provide it to you guys at no cost. No cost. So um, we're let's see, we're six picks in. We have four remaining. We've got one triple play, which I think is awesome. A couple of other duplicates. I'm interested to see where the next four go, you know? Very interesting. There's got to be some more duplicates coming. I'm sh- um, thinking there are. All right. Yeah. This will be interesting to see if you guys have the am – I, am I up? Yeah, you're up. All right. My, this is my number four, right? Four. Yep. That's correct. Did I mention that I don't like kids – no, no, I'm not getting so that this from you. So this is uh, Imaginary Friend, Season oh, 5. Nice. And my five-word summary and a hashtag, and this is for all those animated fans out there, felt like an animated episode, <laughs> hashtag not a good thing. Oh, <laughs> I love just it. don't like this episode. I, like, I don't like anything about this episode. She's creepy. Drosen's coming not after really. you for that one, too. Yeah, Drosen's coming for me. <laughs> him, and, him and Aaron Harvey are coming for me for that one. Oh, totally. Aaron's going to make us give our logo back. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I have to agree with you. That was one that I never really liked. I, I like the concept of it. I just didn't like the execution. I just thought it fell really flat. What, what about the concept did you like? Like, I have imaginary friend alien. I mean, how, that just seems like the boringest like we've well, seen that a million times. Well, perhaps, but I thought if done well, because I mean, you know, there's all kinds of aliens coming on board the ship trying to understand us that TOS did week after week. They just found better ways to do it. So yeah, yeah, I, fair. I, I think that's really what this episode fails at. Although I'll still watch it if it's on, even though I can't stand those kids. Yep. Yeah. Same. What's her, same. What's her name? Is, say, Isabella? Is that what her Isabella. name is? Yeah. yeah, she's a creep out factor right there, man. <laughs> I can't stand this episode. I've probably seen it 35 times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Dan, oh, how about your number four? Number four, I got, you know, Bill, you've said what, half of yours were season, season seven? Yeah. Yeah. I'm throwing a season seven in there. Definitely. Let's, let's without it. a doubt. Sub Rosa. Number four on my list. About time. Very bad Trek ghost story. Hashtag, hey, Beverly, you got a real pretty candle. 
Oh boy! You are- this is such a confusing pile of garbage to me personally. I don't like the sets. I don't like the dialogue. I don't like the storyline. I just don't like this episode. But it's not my number one, so you know. Your your hashtags are killing it tonight, Dan. <laughs> well, I, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Just killing it. My um my number four is one that we've talked about once tonight back in round one and it is a season seven episode it's episode seven and it is the dark page sorry jim yes wow yes. wow yes. your fourth worst episode yeah single tear single tear <laughs> five words <laughs> Deanna once had a sister hashtag enough with the singing already jeez <laughs> i remember watching this episode the first time and they start, you know, Troy's father started singing. And I'm like, oh, how long is this going to go on? It's like that animated series episode where Scotty <laughs> sings and it goes on for two minutes. I started fast forwarding my VHS and I'm like, God, does this thing ever end? <laughs> so, yeah, the dark page, not not my favorite. Sorry, Jim. Oh, poor Kirsten Dunst. Not <laughs> a good, not a good episode. For her. Um yeah she's a kid she's a kid that i love i thought she did a great job oh sure sure change it okay (laughs) so number three all right right, this is uh my number three pick yes number three uh we just talked about it sub rosa yeah on season seven in my top three or bottom three my five words and a hashtag is ghost sex doesn't feel consensual (laughs) Hashtag Braga and Frakes, because this was written by Brandon Braga, my favorite Star Trek scribe, and directed by Jonathan Frakes. It's just truly amazing that such a bad episode. I didn't realize Frakes directed this one. Wow. Yeah, Yeah, it's pretty unbelievable. Well, you know, every now and then it's going to happen. I think it's really the only unenjoyable Frakes episode because even his other ones on other series are better than this. Truly. It just doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. Wow. I like that pick. We got back to back. Rosa. I love it. Um, Dan, how about your number three? My number three. Hey, look at that. Another season seven. Okay. (laughs) And it's almost the end of the show. So it's even worse. That emergence is my, Top three of the worst. New life form causes issues. Hashtag an utterly confusing train wreck. Huh? Get it? (laughs) So, yeah, I don't like this episode. It's it's a very confusing and non-enjoyable episode for me. Eh. Was that a sigh because you like it, Jim, or because you don't like it? I just can't. Drozen's going to take you right to New Vertiform City. Man. Yeah, he also he likes that be... dumb Magus <laughs> Two episode in the animated series. So I'm really oh, not that's too true. concerned. That's, that's fair. <laughs> that's that's a fair argument. So no, it's it, listen. It's not one of my favorite episodes. It's not bottom twenty by any stretch. But uh, but yeah, no, it's that's it's pretty high up there. It is. That yeah, that's that's one I forgot about. That's one that should have been in my bottom ten. But uh, I've tried to block it out because I think the last time I watched it was when I bought TNG on DVD about like 15 years ago. Yeah. So it's not, a, it's not a it's not a proud moment in TNG history. No, 
Now all aboard. Vertiform City. <laughs> so I'm going to give my number three, and it's an episode we've talked about once tonight. In fact, it might have been on Mr. Morehouse's list. And that is season seven, episode three, Interface. Oh, I'm <laughs> so glad somebody else has this. Oh, this episode is a steaming pile. It really is. Uh, five words, best way to fall asleep. Hashtag Somonex City. Alternate hashtag. <laughs> come on, Jordy. Yes, it's not her, Jordy. That's it's why not. I just keep screaming. But it's but but he defends himself so strenuously, though. I know. Uh, it's terrible. It's just it is. There is just nothing good about that episode. It should be it should be lower on my list. I've decided. Oh uh, oh well. <laughs> You know, number seven is still pretty low. There are some real yeah. dogs. Um, oh. Uh, you know. oh, 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 there's some boy. dogs on this list. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, uh, does that mean I'm up with number two? Number two, Mr. Jim. All right, round two. I've got the third episode ever of Next Generation. Actually, nice. I just dislike this episode so much. The naked now. Oh. My five words hashtag nonsensical, pointless, naked time sequel hashtag fully functional. That was a good scene. <laughs> I like that scene. But this is it's the first of the uh of the wasted just Wesley moments where he's saving the ship and no one's it, it's just it's it's a terrible episode. I I have to agree. I did not have it in my list. You know, the whole I've I've talked about it before, though, the the scene where the 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 crewman is standing there or sitting there throwing the data chips in the air like he's a little kid. And we got Diana Taylor from General Hospital as the chief engineer. It's just oh, it's just a mess. You know, (laughs) this was the episode where I coined the term Wesley Trek. And we get yeah. a whole bunch more episodes of that. And it was painful in 1987, and it's even more painful now. It really is. Yeah, it's not good. No. TNG 30. <laughs> <laughs> there are well, so many good episodes, though. There are. There are so many. And these yeah. 10, like we said. They I'll, can't all be perfect. They can't. And I'll still watch them. Yep, exactly. Except maybe my oh. number one. But Dan... It's time for your number two, and I mean your list. Oh, okay. Thank you. Um, yes, my number two, I have a feeling we're going to be hearing about this one from at least one of you guys, if probably not both of them at some point in the very near future, is season six, Aquiel. What? Yes, my number two. Uh, yes, it was the dog. Hashtag, yes, it is a piece of dog poop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, perfect. It is just, oh, I'm not, I don't even have anything else to say. Bill, what do you got? Let's move on. <laughs> Let's, move, Let's on. move on. Well, my number two actually becomes the second hat trick of this episode. That's the. Wow. Yeah. We've all picked this particular episode and it's season seven, episode 14, Sub Rosa. Yes. yes, of course. Now, I have cleaned up my five words because what I had before would have drawn us the explicit tag. <laughs> so I've, I've changed it to Beverly Falls for a Candle. 
<laughs> Draw from that what you will, listeners. Hashtag she is not this stupid. Nope. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Beverly Poorly Crusher written. is a much better character than 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 this. And yep. this episode is just it's it's putrid. It really is. It's the only word I can use. It's a perfect word. I've always said the things that make me the the most crazy in terms of the episodes that I don't enjoy is when they're untrue to character. Yes. And sub Rosa could not be any any further. That's so exactly that, it's just completely untrue to her character. That's exactly how I feel about it. When when I saw it the first time in ninety four, I was like, Really? Really? Yep. It was I was really just incredulous of the whole thing. So that's our second hat trick, guys. Wow. Two hat tricks. Maybe there'll be, be a third. There Maybe. might be some. <laughs> Maybe. So Jim, your bottom ranked episode, give it to us. This has been my number one worst Star Trek episode since the day it aired. I can't stand it. My five words and a hashtag for Aquiel <laughs> are never bought any of it. Hashtag the dog did it. It just, oh, it's so lazy. It's so, and it should be good because they built this nice set. Yeah. And you're, you're, and you're, you want to like it because it's got this, a little bit of a big scope and maybe this interesting story off the ship and this space station and the Klingons are coming in. It, it, you should, it should be good. There's all these elements they try and it just is so pointless by the end of that. You just don't buy any of it. And, the the Jordy creep factor on Aquiel is just <laughs> off the hook, and then she's alive, and you're like, "What? Wait, oh, okay, no, I don't know what's going, what's even going on, what's even happening in this episode." Don't you feel cheated by the time this episode ends? Yes. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. probably that's a pretty good word. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, and and I'll joke again. I can't stand this episode. I've only watched it like thirty five times. I know, right? <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well, Dan. It's time for your crowning achievement. Your your least favorite next gen episode hit us. Well, I was very surprised, Bill, that this was so far down in your list or so far up since we're doing it in reverse. I can never understand the two. It's like we're upside down in space. Uh, my number one is Code of Honor from season one. And very similar to your five word district description. Mine is a racist piece of shit. <laughs> hashtag stab me with that poison glove thing if I ever have to watch this again. <laughs> that scene where they're fighting with the <clears throat> parallel bars like they're at the Olympics is just riveting. riveting. Oh, so, whoo, yeah. Oh, so, okay, 9.5. So was your alternate hashtag no vaccine? <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's a good one. I think I will put it in there. Oh. It's just it's just so bad for so many reasons, both because it's a bad episode and because of the message that it seems to convey with that racist aspect to it. It's just so bad. And and like you said, Bill, how they even got past this episode after this episode is really a shock when you think about it, because it was awful. Yep. Yeah, I agree with you. I think the only thing that you know, put it deeper into my list at number seven was was probably Mission Log, quite honestly, because mm. there is a way to redeem this episode slightly as long as you don't watch it. So okay, well, that and leaves... that's why that's why it's number eleven on my list. It, oh, interesting. See, yeah. I didn't look at your list at all before this. Yep. 
So, well, all right. We're at my number one. And uh, gentlemen, it's the third hat trick. It's the hat trick <laughs> of hat tricks. Wow. It is season six, episode 13, Aquiel. Yes. Five words. Nothing can save this turd. <laughs> Hashtag don't blame the dog. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It, um, it, the thing that amazes me is this episode was actually pretty highly rated, too, which is unfortunate because so many people saw one of the worst episodes of TNG. <laughs> yep. Uh, what it, is it with Jordy and women? Oh, oh, terrible. It's comforting to know that you guys dislike it as much as I do. I, oh. it, it seems to me to be forgotten when people are talking about the worst episodes of Trek. I'd like to forget it. it yeah. <laughs> and well, it should be. And that's why so. you know I, I defend Shades of Grey to so many people because people are like, oh, Shades of Grey is the worst. It's like, well, yeah, no, no, it's really not. No. You know, I would watch Shades of Grey over Sub Rosa or Code of Honor or even mm. Masks any day of the week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree with that. Certainly, nice. dark page. God. Oh God. Oh, dark page. <laughs> but Kirsten Dunst. Oh, sorry, that was my Jim Morehouse impersonation. Let sorry. me. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna find my uh, five words and a hashtag for dark page. Oh yeah, let's see. Let's here's see. number one oh nine. Oh, here we go. Uh, extremely well acted. Uh, and fi- uh, extremely well acted, moving final act. Hashtag Kirsten Dunst. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, well, yeah. gentlemen, do you have any uh, secondary systems, those honorable mentions that uh, didn't make the list? Well, I mentioned Code of Honor, and my five words and hashtag were tone deaf, offensive, best forgotten, hashtag how. But my outside of that, my other one was, oh, Suspicions. Oh, oh yeah. From season oh, six. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yep. Yeah, cool Ferengi scientist, the rest is terrible. Metaphasic shielding. <laughs> yes. I, uh, it's funny that you mentioned the Ferengi. This may surprise some people, but my uh, my outlier, my number 11, so to speak, is The Last Outpost. Um, Interesting. Ooh, yeah. the big bad Ferengi. Uh, <laughs> hashtag horrible intro for supposedly the menacing TNG race. Yeah, that's yeah. not a good episode. Yeah. When yeah. you balance Bill? when you balance that against the magnificent Ferengi, it's such a stark contrast in that race, isn't it? <laughs> that, it's funny that you mentioned that. It was on H and I last night, and we were Sue and I were watching it, just laughing our heads off. It was so else. good. <laughs> well, I uh, I actually didn't come up with any secondary systems for this particular episode. I decided to give you guys a break. Um, I think that this list was just bad enough. <laughs> I'm going to give one more because I like my five words and a hashtag and it yeah. relates to one of my picks which was v- violations and my five words is better than man of the people <laughs> hashtag not a compliment <laughs> I hate both those episodes <laughs> Jim thank you so much for coming by we can't wait to g- meet up with you in Las Vegas again do tell people how they can find your brand new podcast well, our uh, Trek Ranks podcast is a member of the Tricorder Transmissions Podcast Network, and you can find us at Trek Ranks, trekranks.com, tricordertransmissions.com. But tweet me at, uh, at Trek Ranks or at Enterprise Extra. I have to say, it's quickly become one of my honest to goodness favorite podcasts. 
It goes to the here, top here. of my queue when it when it's out, man. You were killing it, and you're doing a fantastic job, brother. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Learn it learning as I go, following following the Giants. Well, like I said uh, off off air, so to speak, Jim, when we were talking, one of the things that I like so be- so much about it, and I'm only a few episodes in, right from the get go with episode NX zero zero, you sound like you're in the captain's chair. You know what you're doing. You're yeah. liking what you're doing, yeah. and it comes across. Just so well. Congratulations, man. No, no one's fooled them better than me. <laughs> and I, I look forward to uh, continue to egg you guys on like I'm actually going to have you on my show at some point. Oh, oh don't we know it? <laughs> don't we know it? Exactly. We'll just we'll keep having you on to talk about, you know, the the best costumes in Move Along Home. We'll do oh, the top five. That's a great episode. Let's do it. I love that episode. I well, do, too. Well, Jim, we're going to have you hang on while we wrap this up. Dan, my Hmm. friend, did you know that all the music on this episode and all the Trek Geeks episodes are provided by Jim's favorite band, Five Year Mission? I did hear that rumor. That's pretty awesome. And I got to say, I'm pretty happy with that. I am elated. They are presently working on year four, which I cannot wait for. Um. The other thing I hope is that there's a song that makes Jim dance around like he does for R.C. Spock, but that's another story <laughs> for another time. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Year, year four. Geez, they got year one, year two, year three. Spock's brain, trouble with tribbles, and soon to be year four. That's a lot of five-year mission to take in, and it's not a bad thing. It's not, and it's They're all on my phone. Uh, wow. That's a pretty big-sized phone then. But, you know, I got to say... There was a scary moment on Deep Space Nine for sure recently. Oh no! You know, if if Renak discovered that the music track was a forgery, oh god! If he realized that we were trying to trick them into the war, it could push the Romulans even farther into the enemy band. Sweet Jesus! They could start to openly help the Dominion. Don't if worse came to worse, they could actually join the band against us. And I had the distinct feeling that victory or defeat would be decided. In the next few minutes, it's a fuck. <laughs> I, I can't live with it. <laughs> I can't live with it. That, but you will. Oh God! I now I, I got to Photoshop Vreenak with Fark's face and post that somewhere. I just got to do it. <laughs> Computer, delete this entire recording. <laughs> Nice, man. You got witty, witty man. Never coming on again. Well, wait. <laughs> Does that mean that this didn't happen? <laughs> anyway, head good. on out to fiveyearmission.net. Please download all their albums. Become as big a fan as the three of us are. We guarantee you'll love them, man. You're just going to keep listening over and over. And maybe Jim will sing songs with you if you're in Vegas. I'm just going to throw that out there. Uh, no Dan, baby about it. I know, right? Dan, why don't you tell us what we're going to do next week, my friend? Well, as you know, Vegas is right around the corner, guys. OMG, one week plus to go, about 10 days or so. So next week, we're going to discuss in detail one of the funnest and most enjoyable Deep Space Nine episodes ever. Bada bing, bada bang. Next week. Oh, love it. And Can't so wait. awesome. Perfectly themed for our Vegas sojourn. Um, we've got a lot to, there's a lot to talk about in that episode. I'm actually really looking forward to that discussion. Not the least of which is 
the Star Trek aspect of it because there's just so much more. So that's next week oh, yeah. on episode, what are we, 110 next week? Wow. It shall be 110, wow. sir. So that does it for episode 109. Of course, for all uh, all the news on all the Star Treks, we want everyone to head out to treknews.net. And of course, for more great Star Trek discussion, including Jim Morehouse's Trek Ranks podcast, we want everyone to head over to the Tricorder Transmissions online at thetricordertransmissions.com, where you can find so many podcasts. There's like 14 gajillion podcasts, and they're all awesome. And we love everyone over there. So make that so. Uh, for now, this has been episode 109 of the Trek Geeks podcast. We do hope you all live long and prosper. Best TNG episode ever, Coconut. Five-word description, Coconut, 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 Coconut. Hashtag Coconut. Nah, skip it. Uh, bing bong, governor. Bing bong, back to you, sir. Hello. Pip pip. Hooray. No, wait pips. a minute. We're going to be wearing pips on our scans. Yeah, we are. I got them right here in front of me. I got them right here, plus my awesome com badge. I'm going to polish it first. I packed mine today. You're packing already? Oh, yeah. Excellent. I actually actually said to Sue as we were driving home tonight, I got to start making a list of stuff because I, I don't want to forget anything. I know, right? I got it. Luckily, luckily on Southwest, you don't have to pay for uh, suitcases. Mm. So like my second stuff or my second bag is all the stuff that, you know, I don't necessarily want to have to put in my main suitcase. Right. You know, you know, you should probably make sure you don't forget to pack in your suitcase. What's up? Your face. What? What? What is it with you? It's one of those days. We, we, <laughs> you, are you still full from breakfast? I mean, oh, God, dude. Breakfast. I got it sitting right here, and I'm rubbing my belly, and it's late in the evening. <laughs> oh boy! For those of you, for those of you in the New England area uh, who have heard of Parker's Maple Barn, yes, they changed ownership a couple years ago, and or a few years back, and it was horrible, just awful. I actually wrote a letter to him because I was so disappointed in it. But uh, rumor has it that they went back to the original owner, so we decided to. Check it out this weekend while I was down in Nashua. Oh my God. <laughs> do, you, do you need a moment alone? It was good. Oh God. It was probably the best Irish Benedict I've ever had in my life. Wait, wait. An Irish Benedict? What exactly yes. does that involve? It's eggs Benedict, but instead of like ham or sausage under the egg, it's yeah. hash, Irish hash. Oh. And it was so awesome. And I had, I had, um, uh, Potato fries, what are they called? Not pan fries, but yeah, maybe whatever. Like home fries. Kate, home fries, thank you. With Cajun seasoning on them. Oh my god. But to top it off, because it is papers it is Parker's Maple Barn. Sue and I shared a strawberry pancake. 
<laughs> that had like fresh strawberries in it. At one point, I actually bit a strawberry seed, and I was actually happy that I did because it was so fresh and good. It was good. How do you, how do you really feel about it? How was it? Parker's was good. Um, why why do you Not sound like as- you're about to pass a kidney stone when you say good? <laughs> well, it's a poor impression of the um, uh, bar- pit uh, pit boys barbecue. Because usually they're like, oh, that tastes good. That's how it should have been, but I just didn't do it that way. Yes, it was poor. Thank you. I mean, but hey, you know, buddy. Here's a better impersonation, because we're going to have to give crap to Morehouse when we talk to him in a little while, because he's been giving us crap about our Theater Skip It Season 4. Wesley, come into the light and shake my hand mittens, or mitten hands. <laughs> I'm the traveler. Ooh. How do you really feel about him? <laughs> the Traveler? Yeah. I wish he would travel always and never stop in our quadrant again. Mm, I'm not I sure have, I'm... I'm not sure I understand. I might have to say that to Morehouse, you know, to his face in Vegas, see if he wants to throw down about the Traveler. I'll, I'll wear boxing gloves and then I can pretend that I'm the Traveler because I'll have those kind of hands, so it doesn't matter. You, um... Okay, I know you. I know you pretty well, right? I, uh, yeah, I would think so. You were the last person that should get into a fight with anybody. Let's just be honest about that right now. Why? Um, because you're not a fighter, Dan. No, I'm not. I'm not a fighter. Yeah, I, I know the rest of the phrase, so I appreciate that. No, you're not the other thing either. Okay? You're definitely not a fighter. <laughs> wow. No, no, I would never want to fight with anybody. I'll just intellectually fight them, and then just that will be that'll be it. It'll be all done. Every time I hear that now, all I can think of is uh, the Paul McCartney, Michael Jackson song, The Girl Is Mine. Mm-hmm. Paul, about- I think I told you, I'm a lover, not a fighter. Oh, so, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, he's Thurston Howell third. <laughs> Either that or Mr. Magoo, same thing. <laughs> <laughs> You're a bad birdie on me, man. It's been a oh. while since you've done that one. I know, it has been. Oh, gosh, what a day. What a day. Just good food, you know. It was good. Good drive home. Great weather to drive. It was awesome. Speaking of has been, that Star Trek Discovery trailer sucked ass, didn't it? You know what? I'm, I think I'm going to have to jump on board <laughs> with the haters because oh, it was it was putrid. Uh, oh my god! After I, the hundredth time I watched it, I finally decided that no, this isn't going to be for me. <laughs> <laughs> so I fired up CBS All Access and watched it on the big screen today. Oh. Oh, I just want you to know that right now it is, uh, as you and I do this, it is Sunday, July 23rd at 820. Yes. Uh, Two months from now, we will be sitting in front of our TVs getting ready to geek out because Discovery will be premiering. Two months. (laughs) 60 days. Yeah. Well, yeah, close enough. Oh, God. That, that, wow. Oh, that was awesome. One of my favorite parts of that trailer, and I don't, I hope they explain it, was when one of the starships was pulling away and on the surface of the planet was the shape of the Delta. You know, so I saw that. And, you know, I don't think they'd be, you know, dumb enough to do that themselves. I almost think that somebody did it as a provocation. I don't care. It was awesome. Well, thanks for adding that substantive commentary. That was fantastic. <laughs> it looks, oh my God, it looks so good. I'm so glad we finally got to see Jason Isaacs and actually doing something and talking. Oh, I, oh, 
Well, and honestly, I, I got to say, I was rather pleasantly surprised by Rain Wilson. Oh, yes. I'm mud. That's going to be pretty cool. And somebody already posted or posted on Twitter or Facebook or something the similarity in his stance with his, the way he clasps his hands. And they had a an image of mud from TOS, and it was exactly the same. These guys are going to nail this thing so perfectly. It's going to be awesome. You know, I, I posted on Twitter tonight after Trek movie put out a uh, you know a, a synopsis of of the panel with with you know extensive quotes. Mm-hmm. And essentially, anybody who's worried about Discovery at this point is choosing to worry. Oh, absolutely. Because absolutely. They, have, they have given us more than enough evidence to show that they get it. Yes. Yeah. Re- watching some of the... I watched a um, an interview session with Jason Isaacs this afternoon when he was asking about for a three-word description of what his character is. And... This, that, and the other thing. There are a whole bunch of questions that were asked. I don't want to give too many things away. I want people to go see it. But it is a perfect example that these people are entrenched in what they do. They have a passion for it. They are going to succeed on every level with this thing. And anybody who wants to argue about it, argue. Because you're going to be wrong. I'm sorry. No wrong answers does not count for this. Because you're going to be wrong. Right? And other than that, we have no strong feelings whatsoever. (laughs) None at all. Oh, it's so awesome. I'm so excited. Well, uh, two months till uh, Discovery, 10 days till we get to Vegas. And seven days for STC Episode 9. Oh, right. Oh, my God. There's so much going on. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Wait. Now, can you do that as, oh, my God, it's Vic? Oh, my God, it's Vic. (laughs) (laughs) I never thought I'd ever be able to do that. Me either. I, uh, I, I'm not going to ask any more questions. You ready to do this? Uh, let's do it, man. Awesome. <laughs>